What's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning back into the Freestyle Podcast. And in today's episode, I have a fantastic conversation with uh, one of the first people who I really wanted to really like get um, on the podcast and talk to, and that is MJ Mendez. MJ is an awesome friend of mine who is a Chicago area-based dancer, videographer, choreographer, as well as owning his own creative marketing agency. MJ also recently moved out to LA and has been spending some time there and doing just amazing things, absolutely killing it out there. So I get the chance to really pick his brain about exactly what he was doing in order to make things happen for him, um, especially in a new place, which I feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to, as well as talking about some of his like more personal um, decisions and struggles and discoveries like battling addiction, maintaining a long distance relationship, um, maintaining family relationships after moving away, as well as finding religion and um, also truly finding how MJ could be selfless and give back to people. So we had a lot of really great talk today and I hope that you guys also find some value in it. Biggest thing I could say is be sure to check out MJ Mendez on Instagram, as well as check out his marketing agency, Impressions with an E. I'll put a, I'll put the name of it on Instagram down in the bottom below. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy and take care. Okay, so I guess uh, going going away from the kind of like LA professional life type of talk, um, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to ask you some specific things about kind of like personal life stuff, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. relationship stuff and like religious stuff. Um, if there's like anything mm-hmm. that I ask that you're just like, nah, I don't want everybody hearing that and like, let me know. I can just cut it out or whatever. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah. Uh, so first question, because I'm going to need to know this. Um, yeah. Most likely long distance relationships. Right. Um, so like I plan to move to LA and then Haley plans to, uh, stay in school here. So I'll probably be pulling the same, uh, the same, how, how long is it? 500 miles? It's 2000. 2000. All right. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I literally just made up a number. I'm like, that doesn't sound close to right. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> You're uh, there. Yeah. Close enough. Same thing. Uh, how so like what 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 were your first like um i guess concerns when you were thinking of when you decided to move here well first when did you decide to move to la real quick um okay when was the so decision con- made context um a lot of people have similar stories um because i feel like moving to la is like you know, one of those jump things that people do on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me specifically, uh, I just got kicked out the crib like a few Papa, times. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked out the crib a few times. Not saying I was a bad kid. There was just like, there's just shit going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, have, I was like, it was like the middle of March, March, April. And it was like, I got kicked out the crib and I was like, ah, what the fuck am I going to do, you know? And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to struggle somewhere, I at least struggle where I want to be, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to struggle out in fucking L.A. because at least I want to be there. The weather is nice. I'm not going to be fucking here with uh, cabin fever, which mm-hmm. is like the fever that you get 
during the winter months because you're stuck inside all year. You know, I'm not a winter like, boy. <laughs> exactly. You know, but I, that's that's why I moved out there because if I'm going to struggle somewhere, I want at least want to struggle somewhere where I want to be. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, when was that decision um, made? That de- that decision was made in. So I got kicked out the crib in March. And I made that decision in March. <laughs> <laughs> he said, all right, that, oh, God. Um, literally, literally. Um, and then to segue that into your long distance question, like, what was your question? How do I, how did I do it? Well, like, it? I was going to ask, um, so were you, were you with Elaine at the time when you made that decision? Or was it before um, relationship or, like, during? Oh, shit. She should definitely be here while I talk about this, but... Just because, like, you know, she she's my girlfriend, you know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> at the time, no, I wasn't with her. I was not with her um, officially until... March? May, May, May. I'm going to say May. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say May. So I wasn't with her until, like, officially with her until, like, my last few days here, which is, like, May-ish. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we were like kind of a we were a thing for a little bit. We were friends with benefits for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then from there, I was like, "Yo, I'm moving to LA. I don't know what you want to do with me, or I don't know <laughs> what we're gonna do together." But I'm moving just so you know. And I told her that like as soon as it was all happening, like as soon as I got kicked out the crib and all that shit, like I like I wasn't like, "Hey, I'm moving to LA. Bye." I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. letting you know that in like five, four or five months, I'm leaving. So, yeah, she was, it was a lot, though, you know. She, mm-hmm. It's not like it was like, yes, I'm going to be with you forever. No, that was, like, it was very, it was very, oh, shit, should I do this? Is this going to be worth it? Like, yeah. what are the pros and cons? Like, it was a very, it was a very weighted decision. Mm. That's what I was going to ask is, like, what were your first, I guess, concerns or, like, things that uh, were kind of going through your head like when you had made the decision um, if that was during your relationship or in your case you made it before so when your relationship started like um, knowing that like I already decided to move to LA uh, how is this going to work um, but yeah you kind of you kind of answered your first thoughts with that mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah it's not really much else to say I, yeah. I was at a point where I was like all or like I was really selfish which was a good and bad thing you know mm-hmm. like I wanted the relationship and I wanted the life to live in LA um, yeah I really didn't care what stood in my way from getting the things I wanted which is a good and bad thing you know mm-hmm. so that was the hardest thing I think for me to be transparent that was one of the biggest concerns I had, at least for our relationship, like me being able to be transparent with someone about my wants and my dreams and visions and yeah. for her to reciprocate it as well. Especially like, when... Is she going to is she gonna reciprocate it? Is she going to say yes? Is she yeah. going to be cool with it? So. Especially when those wants and needs are taking you like um, so far away. Um, but no, that sounds, yeah. uh, that sounds about right. Like I also, like I made my decision to... Pretty much when I told my mom that I was dropping out of school to pursue dance, um, I had already decided like I'm gonna go to Chicago for two, two and a half, three, three years. Um, 
to train and just like get better. And then I'm going to move to LA to try to make like work things happen. Um, so I'd made that decision like in May of 2018, but then me and Haley started dating, um, December of 2019. So like I had plenty of time to like, you know, the, from the second that we ever started looking at each other from anything different than friends, like we were already, she already knew like my plans and everything. So we, we had plenty of time to adjust. Um, but no, like I, I sometimes I, I feel, I feel that struggle of like, am I being too selfish? Um, now that I have someone who is like, you know, dedicating so much to me, um, and being in the relationship, am I being like too selfish by still sticking to what I want to do, even though like, I could make anything happen anywhere. It's not like I have to be in this circle for things to happen. I don't have to move to a specific place. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely had that same, had the same kind of a, uh, had that question of, uh, am I doing the right thing still? But um, yeah, like it eventually just felt like, you know, like I don't have to be in the same spot as you to love you. It's like, I don't have mm -hmm. to be uh, in Chicago, like, you know, if we have a great relationship, then I don't need to be right next to you. Neither one of us are super, like, super crazy about needing to be um, in the same room yeah, yeah. all the time. Um, so I feel like it'll, I feel like it'll work out and everything. And that was kind of like part of my um, thought process, definitely. And I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's fucking great. Yeah, you don't need to be together all the time to make things work mm -hmm. and i know everyone knows that you know like you see the worst relationships and they're all 20 together 24 7 those are the worst ones you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah exactly oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, a good way uh, at the time i was thinking i was listening to a lot of podcasts um and it was saying aubrey graham aubrey graham he's like i don't know what the fuck he is but he's some crazy guru and he was saying like you know I, I, everyone knows this now. Yeah, I'm not gonna even fuck around much. But like, um, you have to make yourself whole in order to make someone else whole. You know, yeah. like a relationship can't be two halves, two pieces coming together. It has to be two whole pieces. It has to be two whole people coming together. Mm -hmm. And then from that, every the aura of those two energies and those two entities will become one giant energy, one giant chakra. You know, yeah. so that's where our head was at at the time. Like we weren't focused on, oh yeah, we're gonna make this relationship work. Um, in fact, Elaine wanted to leave. Fact check that, but I don't know. But <laughs> Fact check, we might have. We, both, we, uh, we both of us were very iffy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only thing that we knew certain was that we both wanted to work on ourselves. Um, and I think that having that commonality was what did it for us. Mm -hmm. We were both like, yeah, we want to, we care about each other, but we also care. We were both, I feel like, selfish enough, you know? No, that sounds great. Like, I definitely feel like more people should be more selfish more often um, and really just focus on the things that are going to help them out. Because, like, if you're not, if you're not building yourself, then you can't be building anyone else. You're just building dependencies um, yes, within exactly. yourself or you build dependencies on them. Um, if you like try to convince them that they need to commit more to you or like give more to you. Um, but no, that just sounds like fantastic. <laughs> That's exactly mm -hmm. um, the same things that kind of went through me and Haley's head is like, um, you know, 
we're both going to make things work for ourselves. Um, and we're also going to grow with each other. We're not like growing um, dependent on each other. We're going to both do our own thing um, and then make it work. And if it doesn't work, then that's okay. If like distance is a thing that uh, is just isn't okay for us, then like that's perfectly fine, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think that was another thing that made it really, really, uh, I think that was the thing that made a relationship really special to me was that we weren't like, this has to work. We have to make everything perfect or else uh, our lives are gonna fall apart and we can't date, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Was that also like, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. Was, was that kind of like a thing that... Uh, yes, yes. That okay. was a very, yeah, very, very real thing. Mm -hmm. Because uh, sometimes like my friend, like I'm a very calm person and I'm very just like, you know, whatever. Um, but even like being like that with relationships, sometimes my friends will be very, very anxious with their relationship where they'll be like, um, if I if we break up, then I don't know what I'll do, and that type of um, that type of thought process, uh, like I I never really had that since I've never dated anyone before Haley, so like I've only ever known like uh, Ooh. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my own thing, you know. That, that's all I've ever known. That's is, true. That's true. I'm gonna do my own thing. Like I had a high school girlfriend for like a month or whatever. But that yeah, that's true. <laughs> well. There's a lot of good and bad in that, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm like the bad is the experience, but the good is the experience. You know, you have mm -hmm. you have time being single and being figuring out what the fuck you want to do and what you like, which is such a great thing. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, you can technically do that in a relationship, but yeah, like, of course. you know, if you think about it, like if you're holding a barbell, you know, you have family on one side, you have dance on the other side, you have your girlfriend. Well. You have your family, you have dance, you have work, you have fucking everything, and it becomes like the bar is too fucking heavy. And you want to add a girlfriend on that, and if you want to add a fucking long distance girlfriend to that, <laughs> oh wow, fuck, are we crazy or are we crazy? You know what I mean? Yeah. But thankfully, yeah, I, feel like. I think it makes it makes it easier because there's FaceTime, but bro, FaceTime is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like every five minutes, it's like, hold on, I can't hear you. It's fucking reconnecting. Like, yeah. oh my God, it's so terrible. It's so fucking bad. That's the worst. That's the one. Ooh, me and Elaine have gotten into so many, well, not so many fights. We got into fights because the fucking connection would not work. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I guess, word of advice for. You know, same thing, first thing that comes to your mind, word of advice for someone who have already decided what locations they're going to be in and their mm -hmm. locations are far away um, and then they're entering their relationship, uh, word of advice for, so that they can be um, just best situation for them, you know, not, um, not exactly like best thing to do for your relationship, best thing to do for you because the relationship should be good for you already. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So best thing that you could tell uh, two people who are like, we're gonna have to be long distance. Um, what could you tell them? Um, it's the same thing as the first question you asked me, which is you gotta believe in yourself. <laughs> okay, Naruto. <laughs> you, gotta believe, you gotta believe in your relationship. You know, you gotta, yeah, that's literally it. Like, you have a gut feeling, and it's like, hey, you know, I wanna try this out, and you try it out, and then you keep at it. And every time there's a red flag, 
you know, like that you see in your girlfriend or or boyfriend, you know, that you just gotta either A, you gotta fix it, which you're technically not supposed to do because you don't want to change anyone, you know what I mean? Or two, yeah. you just gotta figure out how to love it, like in your own way. So, I mean, yeah. Best yeah. word of advice is to fucking, yeah, watch <laughs> porn. Two, <laughs> yeah, number one is to watch porn so you don't get tempted to fucking fuck other people. And two is to just, you know, believe in yourself and believe in your significant other. Like how one is watch porn. That's the best solution yeah, to your long yeah. distance relationship. Number two, you can believe in each other and believe in yourself. That's that's okay, but watch porn. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> I know, I know. Porn addiction, but that's, that's fine. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to say, man. Like, not feel you, dude. Porn, like, not porn. I think relationships, if they're not necessarily meant to be, they're meant to be, but if you know, Ah, uh, you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <words>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing as the opportunity in LA thing. Like you have to be able to see what good is in your partner. You know, um, like you guys are gonna like, for example, for. Well, I'm just talking to whoever's answering this question, yeah. So you guys are gonna be long distance, so therefore your love languages are gone. You know, like what? Your quality time is pretty much gone. Uh, physical touch is pretty much gone. Um, giving and receiving gifts is pretty much gone. Um, so if you don't know the five love languages, yeah. So the first three, and then there's like words of affirmation, and then another one which I forgot off the top of my head. Yeah, as an acts of service. I'm I'm big on acts of service. That's actually like number one. That's like my act of service and receiving gifts, but more of like acts of service, you know. But uh, fuck, I forgot it again. <laughs> you said uh. Oh yeah, because because that is being stripped away from you, you have to figure out how to attend to each other's love languages properly while being over digital you know mm-hmm. and obviously it's going to be different for every person because every person has different love languages out there but if there's anything i can say and you really want to make things work or if you really want to work on yourselves is understand your own love languages and understand your other your other significant other love languages because that can make or break it you know 100%. i could write a whole what if i wrote a whole last card for you saying how much i love you and then i just Let's say I sent you some some ten dollar gloves through the mail with a nice little note saying happy birthday or something. Or not happy birthday, saying I miss you, bro. Like if your if your thing is acts of service, you'd be like, Oh shit, these gloves, MJ really loves me. Yeah, that's dope. Like, fuck the card, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> really though. <laughs> literally, like you just gotta work on what your partner's love languages are in a way. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. All right. Next next um personal life type of topic um i know like literally nothing about it but i've heard you mention it before um Mm -hmm. your battling of the addiction with um with with smoking well smoking what smoking everything bro smoking everything (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it was like specifically weed or smoking weed and nicotine and all the vapes that all the dancers use 
the jewels, yeah. the puffs, the gold puff bars, everything. Um, coffee, caffeine, even. Um, Are you yourself addicted to like coffee too? Yeah, I, I stopped drinking coffee like last month, three weeks ago. I'm gonna say two, two weeks, three, two, three weeks ago. I stopped okay. drinking coffee. Not drinking tea, but it's like it's less caffeine, but it's still like caffeine. Like, yeah addiction addiction is hard yeah i'm prone to it because i've been addicted to video games a lot so like every way i've done it i had to like cut cold turkey so every time i like every time i find an addiction i'm aware of the addiction and then i'm like okay when is the next vacation so i can like cut this shit out of my yeah. life so then i'll like i'll go somewhere where i can't smoke or i can't play video games and then i'll just after that vacation i'll try my best just keep try it my best Trying my best to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way I've been able to do things ever. You know, as soon as I'm off it, I try not to hop on. Like, bro, I was addicted to League of Legends for like a good ass six months. Oh, man. And, well, I mean, it, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> now it's a fun game. Yeah. I, it's, addictions are all, addictions are all learning experiences mm-hmm. and how to how to pace yourself correctly on these vices. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all that it is. Like I I struggle, like I still want to smoke. I still want to fucking drink a lot. I still want to go party and I still want to play video games. But you know, sometimes, you know, some days I'll smoke. Sometimes I'll play video games. Some days I'll do this. But once I get into a habit of it, like right now I'm in a fucking two week habit of it and I'm not, I'm trying to I'm trying to plan how I want to get rid of my addiction right now. It's not, I don't even want to call it an addiction. It's just a thing. But before it was definitely pretty bad. Like I was smoking. Okay, so beginning of quarantine, I was smoking like three joints a day. So I would go through half an ounce every two weeks. So that would be like three hundred bucks a month. So you know, you just think about if you just think yeah. about it like that, you know, you just keep on, I, I had a plug, so I didn't I wasn't spending three hundred a month, but I was spending like two hundred. But like yeah. so but um yeah, just that. Like it was pretty bad. It got pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But I was able to seek my way out of it. Just I took a vacation and I was like, I don't need it anymore and I just kept on doing it. Yeah. Okay, dope. Um <clears throat> how do you go about like how what happens when you identify um, like either a bad habit or an addiction? Cause some things could just be like an overdoing habit. It's not like you're addicted to it. It's just, I've been doing this too much. Um, how do you like identify it or like what happens normally when you're like, okay, I need to stop this or I need to do something about this issue I'm having. Um, I honestly, I just listen to my body. I just mm-hmm. listen to my intuition. You know, if my body's telling me, Hey, you need to stop doing this shit because it's going to get worse then I, I try my best to listen to it. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, there's nothing better than what your gut is telling you, what your mm-hmm. intuition tells you. If there's a bad habit, I mean, then you, you know, I think all of it are bad habits. You just got to figure out what bad habit you want to partake in. Yeah. How much, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, and I guess last thing on that would be like... Um, what have you found are some of the, uh, I guess, lasting effects of um, like either cutting things out or like really reducing things that you started to realize were a problem? Um, what are some like the lasting effects of um, 
being done with them or reducing them to a, a more healthy level. See, I don't, I'm, honestly, I don't even know because, like, at this point, like, things can pop in and out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, next thing, tomorrow, I could be fucking addicted to, addicted to smoking again, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So you're still, like, you're very much, like, in the... So when it was happening, I was very upset at myself, but I knew in my head that like, you know, like I was very accepting of it. I was like, you know what, like this is, this has to happen. I don't know why. I don't know for what reason. It just has to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Like me playing league, I was like, yeah, this has to happen, whatever it may be. And it, it was good. You know, I learned a lot from playing league. I'd be like, okay, timing. You know, like, let's just bring it back to dance a little bit. Timing, you know, there's a way you maneuver, you maneuver around the jungle, you know, there's a, there's a way you maneuver around your life. How do you not waste time in your life? And I would take that from the video game or take that from my yeah, life and apply it to the video game and vice versa. So I would be, I would get really good at the video game too. And I would learn a lot about my life, but it came to a point where I was just like, no, this is taking too much time out of my life because I I haven't danced in a very long time. I haven't made a video. I haven't made money. And mm-hmm. if I haven't made, and I have, if I have, I haven't worked out. If I haven't done those three things, then I'm like fucked, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, hey, I need to get it. I need to get back on track. If gaming or these vices have bigger priority over the stuff that I want to do, which is like mm-hmm. waking up early and like going to the gym which by the way hasn't been open for fucking eight months yeah and like just things like that like if it has priority over these things that i i try to quit it it's 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 difficult you know okay, dope. I, yeah. it's something that everyone has to experience though mm-hmm. makes sense all right cool um last uh personal life type question um mm-hmm. and like this too i have no idea about i pretty much just saw a post you made um, about, uh, I guess, finding finding God and finding your religion. Mm-hmm. Um, could you, I guess, I know, I know you made a big post about it. Um, could you... Elaborate. What's the word? Uh, like a condense or like elaborate or explain um, yeah, yeah. what uh, so exactly... That's a good fucking question. I'm trying to think where it started. So... The whole reason why it happened was because I, I, that was when I started my business. So you guys, a lot of you guys don't know, I have a business. It's a creative agency. Get that flow. It's super dope. It's called Impressions with an E-M, Impressions, you know. Um, Impressions.me is the website. But I had this, I was like breaking down. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? It's, I'm in LA. It's fucking June. I haven't done this. Where am I going to find the money for next month's rent? Where am I going to figure, like, what am I going to fucking do, you know? And it, I don't even want to say as cheesy as it is. A, a voice came to me, but, like, it was more so a feeling came to me, you know? A feeling came to me, and I was like, hey, you know, you should try this business out. Like, you know so many different types of graphic designers and editors and videographers and all these people. So why don't you use their talents but also give them money and then just have pretty much a team of creative ass people. Yeah. You know, and it's nothing different from what I haven't done already. You know, I've led a, I've directed a team. So there's a lot of like crossovers, you know? Mm -hmm. So at that point I was like, okay, yeah. Fucking something came to me and I was like, Hey, I want to start this business. And cause I feel like this business is going to be a legacy. 
Like it's not just for me, it's for well, first of all, the people that I know. And I want to eventually start, turn it into a talent agency, you know what I mean? So it's going to be for people that even are dancers and I want to expose them to the business life because a lot of dancers don't like doing business, which is great. Good and bad, you know, it's bad because you don't want to fucking do business, but it's good because like you can focus 100% on your art. Yeah, you know? beautiful. So after that, I finding, after that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm start this business. And then after that, I just started listening to a bunch of, um, I started running, running every single fucking day of my life. <laughs> and then I started listening to sermons during those runs. So I wouldn't listen to music. I would listen to full on like, sermons for like an hour and run for an mm -hmm. hour and they were like super magical like extremely magical like I, I felt like people were talking to me and like this is like something that was hitting me to my core yeah. um after that i kept the habit going of running and then i kept the habit going of listening to sermons and then i would listen to sermon every day for maybe a few weeks um and i would learn so much and like it has a lot i'm really big into spirituality i'm sure you know Mm -hmm. um, and I know that both forms of spirituality has its pros and it's not necessarily pros and cons, but it has its strengths. Um, and I tried taking the strengths from all the different facets of spirituality I had and condensing it all into what is the way of MJ, you know? Um, so I think finding faith in my religion and Christian and Christianity it was big. It was a really, it was really big. Like we all yeah. know to let the process be the process, but it's like, at what point does that stop? You know, what do you have to believe in? What do I have to believe in? I can only believe in the process so much. And like, I can only believe in these things for as much as I can. But when I'm, when I'm feeling low, when Elaine's feeling low, when my girlfriend's feeling low, what am I going to rely on? You know, I don't have my family to rely on to give me motivation to do shit. So, yeah, I just started listening to a bunch of sermons and they would give me a lot of hope and faith. And I would just be like, you know what? Like, this, this Bible, like, this Bible has, like, so much to offer that I didn't even realize people were offering. Mm -hmm. you know like it was offering and like from there i just took it and ran with it and like i still ask questions to this day like oh what what is the right way what should i do where where should i go and like oh you know god always answers if, mm -hmm. if he doesn't answer ask a better question you know what i mean so yeah i think that's why now, like, I don't know if I told you this, but now I'm assuming when people hear this. Um, so now, after that whole finding, I was listening to his podcast one day. Or no, I was listening to a sermon one day, and it was like, you know, you need to learn how to be more selfless. You need to learn how to be more selfish. At least that's what I was taking from it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to give back. Not everything can be about you, what you want, what your needs are, what your... What, what kind of story you want to tell, even though my entire life has been based on what story do you want to tell? You know, what, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to do? So after that point where I was like, okay, I'm done being selfish. I want to be selfless. I was like, hey, you know, like maybe LA is not the place for me. I want to move back to Chicago and be like, hey, how do I become more selfless? And I felt like moving back to Chicago was the only way 
for me to become more selfless before I can be selfish again. Okay. So moving back to Chicago in like a month. Oh, God. <laughs> oh I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited. I'm really yeah. excited about it. Awesome, man. God told me to do it, so I was like, fuck yeah. I'm still <laughs> scared, dude. I'm still scared. I keep asking. I'm like, is moving back to Chicago the right thing to do? Like, I talked, I complained to Elaine so much about this. I'm like, is moving to Chicago the right thing to do? Is taking two steps back the right thing to do? But at the same time, is it two steps back? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, we don't know. I don't know. But if there's anything like faith in the Bible and religion has taught me, is like, you know, if you, if you just obey what internal feelings you have then god will reward you it doesn't you don't know with what you know like for all i know you know like fucking max fam max fam he was a dancer out from ohio i think i think don't quote me on that he was <laughs> okay. a dancer from ohio and then he now he's a justin timberlake person justin timberlake backup dancer from being oh. in ohio he didn't, i don't think he was <laughs> yeah. in la and fucking did it he stayed in Ohio and is now with just a Timberlake dance. Yeah, like we said, you know, he's so anywhere. It's, if I feel like that's where I'm at currently. That's where my big question mark is right now. Like, do I go through, do I move back to Chicago and I trust the process of what the Lord has give, said to me? Or, or I'm going to do it regardless, you know? Like, mm -hmm. but how do I calm myself in the current moment and be happy with what I already got? Yeah. in this current moment so i think god has a big very a very big priority first priority yeah i know big 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 priority i'm not sure if it's first priority which is bad to say but i think me being honest about where i stand with it is good enough yeah of um, course like i know it's it's going to be a huge priority it's going to be first priority no matter what but right now yeah, I'm just trying to listen to what he has to say to me. Okay. Hope for the, be hope for the fucking best. <laughs> hope for the fucking best. Yeah. No, that's awesome, bro. Um, like, coming from, like, someone who isn't religious, uh, like, it it definitely is very, very far out of, like, my scope of, like, um, I guess, reasoning or anything. Um, but that just, it just sounds uh, like you really found something super special to you. And... Yeah, that's just that's awesome. But bro, man. I mean, like, I wasn't religious either. Yeah. You know, like, I I considered myself the whole coexist. You know, you that bu the bumper sticker you see coexist. It's like. You know, I don't know. Sorry, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a bumper sticker that says like all these religions are um equal, um, and it's and it's true. So I, I really believe in that pretty much. Like saying like all oh, all the religions are true and like everything from it you have you can take from all of them, which is still true, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't like Christianity. My entire family was Christian. I grew up in a church, but I never really like because it was so like almost brainwashed to me. I like took it away from my ego, if you want to call it. I took yeah. it away from what I see because. Like, I was supposed to be a nurse, right? And then my parents brainwashed the fuck out of me to become a nurse. And I think because of that brainwashing, my my body, my spirit was like, no. <laughs> no yeah, rebellion against that. So same thing with Christianity. No Christianity. Yeah, so the delivery and how you receive it is always going to 
super uh, impact whether yes. it sticks or not. Yes. Exactly. So that's my story on faith. It's been a fun ride though. I hope to hope to go with it some more. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. It sounds like it. that's I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> you know, um it's like something I, I know absolutely nothing about. I don't know anything about Christianity or religion. Um but like, you know, if you find what speaks to you and you find your calling, then like yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Freestyle Podcast. Uh, I really do appreciate each and every single person who listens to these or shares them or just tells me anything, gives me any kind of feedback. It's uh, very much appreciated. So if you did have anything to say or wanted to link up or anything, hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all at Philly and Willis. I'll um, write that down in the bottom below. But yeah, hope you have a good day and take care.